He had accepted the invitation to Lady Sunmore's annual ball, knowing that Perdita, Duchess of Ormond, would also be in attendance. In fact, Perdita's presence was the sole reason he'd chosen to come at all. Since both her sister, the former Lady Isabella Wharton, and now Duchess of Ormond, and her friend, the Countess of Coniston, had had their lives threatened by an as-yet-unknown assailant earlier in the year, the widowed Duchess had become the sole focus of their attacks. So far the threats had come in the form of anonymous notes, taunting the widowed Duchess with the knowledge that he, Arch assumed this person was a he, knew what she'd done last season, when her deceased husband, the brutish Sixth Duke of Ormond, had been killed. Never mind that the dead nobleman had been killed while attempting to cut his wife's throat. Whoever this mastermind was, he'd appointed himself judge and jury, and had found all three women guilty of the crime of killing Ormond. Never mind that there had been no suspicions, as far as Archer knew, from the authorities. Thus far, the threats against her had not persuaded the headstrong Perdita to curb any of her normal activities, a resistance for which she was inordinately proud. But Archer, who had been there for the aftermath of the attempts on the lives of both the Duchess of Ormond and Lady Coniston, was not so happy about her resistance to any kind of curtailment of her behaviour. Yes, he wished to see the coward who threatened her thwarted, and Perdita going about as if nothing were amiss did so, but knowing that her defiance put her life in jeopardy frightened him, and he wasn't afraid to admit it. And since Perdita refused to listen to reason, especially when it came from the mouth of Lord Archer Lyle, he decided to see to it that she remained safe whether she chose to listen to him or not. At present, Perdita was waltzing with Lord Dunthorpe, a Viscount of middling years who had spent the last few weeks dancing attendance on her. Her luxuriant strawberry blonde hair was dressed in a simple chignon that put the fussier stars of the other ladies to shame. And her gown, a cerise-coloured silk that was simply cut but hugged her slim figure in all the right places, also put the others to shame. He'd seen Dunthorpe's eyes wander from her pretty face down to her impressive décolletage more than once since they'd taken to the floor, a circumstance that made Archer long to gut the other man, though it would be dashed bad manners toward his hosts. He'd been half in love with her ever since they'd met— and it hadn't taken long for that half to expand into a whole. It wasn't just because she was beautiful, though she was. No, though he appreciated her fine-boned loveliness, it was her spirit that solidified his affection for her. Perdita wasn't an angel, what woman was, but she had a way about her. A sweetness in the way she dealt with people, he'd heard the servants at Ormond House speak of it, that set them at ease— even her bad moods, which were rare, were short-lived and often ended with a self-deprecating remark. But the thing that most endeared her to Archer was something she liked they didn't even recall. It had been a moment some three years earlier, when one of the housemaids had fallen pregnant. There were few secrets in a household as large as Ormond House, and Archer had a strong suspicion that it had been the Duke or one of his cronies who forced himself upon the girl but when the housekeeper had informed Perdita, she handled the matter with kindness and compassion, giving the maid enough money to return home to the country, and with the offer of a reference should she need one in the future. Perdita hadn't considered the matter in terms of its reflection on herself. 
She'd only considered the little maid's feelings, and it had been that bit of selflessness that did him in. From that moment on, he'd been a goner. And in spite of himself, he'd fallen all the way in love with his employer's wife. From the corner of his eye, he could see her red gown as they made the circuit of the summer old ballroom. He wasn't jealous. How could he be, when his position as private secretary to the Duke of Ormond made her virtually his employer? No, Perdita was not for the likes of him, no matter how he might in his heart of hearts wish to declare himself to her. I say, Lord Archer, Rutum interrupted his thoughts, I think Mrs. Fitzroy is attempting to get your attention. Pulling himself together, Archer glanced across the room to see that indeed the comely widow was casting a